Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my wife and I are uh, t- my wife and I are going and taking the family away for a little vacation. So, um, if you miss us for a few days, that's why we're going to be out enjoying the scenes of the West. And uh, we love you. We'll be praying for you, but don't miss us too much. Let's read today's uh, Romans chapter one. And read from verse 17. And it says, For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by faith. As believers, uh, as, as Christians, there's a life that God's called us to. There's what we call the normal Christian life. And if you ask different denominations, it's different. If you ask, if you look at the life of most Christians, normal Christian life is you have church and you pray before meals and you try not to do anything too bad. And that's their, their responsibility to the Lord. But if you look at the Bible, it's different. If you look at the early church, it's different. It's the life of faith. When this dawned on me that God had this pattern called faith that I was called to live in, that I was called to be moving ahead and exercising my faith on a, on a continual basis, that the faith walk is normal life. Many people wait until there's an attack that comes and then they use their faith or they're believing over something and then they use their faith and then they just rest and then they don't move forward in areas. And so some people go years and they're not progressing forward in faith. They're not moving forward with the Lord because they've never realized that this is the pattern that our life on earth is a life of faith. It's a life of, of stretching forward. Faith is how we move ahead with what God has for us. And so on the inside of your heart, there's got to be a stretching forward. Like Paul said, he said, this one thing I do, forgetting those things that lie behind, I reach towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. God, God has called us to be taking territory. You know, one of the things that's become very clear to me is how much is available to us if we want it. How much is available to us if we'll have it? How much is available to us if we'll just reach out and, rec- and receive it, if we'll, if we'll move forward for it? There's, there's uh, victory, there's uh, perfect health, there's peace of mind, there's uh, victory over demons, disease, death, there's abundance, there's wealth. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. I'm telling you, I'm not there yet. I'm not a place where I have all grace and all wealth abounding towards me so that if anything I want to be a part of, that's something the Lord has that I can do it, but God's able. And so that's available. And so faith is how you stretch forward and reach and and grab what God has for you, the next level. There's always more with God. You know, we see great things happen at healing school. We had a lady come to healing school this this past session that we just finished, and she hadn't eaten in two weeks. She couldn't keep things down. She had been bulimic for most of her life and really messed up her digestion. She would throw up everything she ate. She was at a bleeding ulcer. She couldn't eat. She had lost a bunch of weight. And she came and, and uh, the Lord set her free. She felt something leave her. And then she was able to, the pain instantly left her stomach. She had terrible pain. The pain instantly left and she ate vegetables and she kept them down. And the next night she ate vegetables and steak and kept it down and no pain. And the Lord totally healed her. We see th- awesome things happening. We saw someone, people get healed of liver disease and kidney disease and cancer. But you know, I, we haven't, I haven't seen any dead people raised yet. But I believe that that's part of it for me. The Bible says in Matthew 10, 8, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. And so raising the dead, there's always more with God. There's always more to press forward to. And so your faith is how you do that. Your faith is how you move forward. 
And so it doesn't mean that you're not grateful for where you're at. You know, I thank the Lord for where he's brought me from. I thank the Lord that I've been able to see so much, uh, see prosperity, see abundance, have peace of mind, sleep well, have joy. I'm so thankful for what God has done. But then I'm also saying, I'm not staying here. Lord, thank you for what you've done, but I'm moving forward. So it isn't one or the other. Just because I'm wanting to see more doesn't mean I'm not grateful. You have to, you practice both. Lord, thank you. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, 13, it says, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Lord, thank you for where you brought me from. Thank you where I am now, but thank you. I'm also going further that you're not done with me, that I'm going from glory to glory and strength to strength. But faith is how you move ahead. So when you realize that there's a life of faith and it's the pattern of walking in faith, then it, it, it just makes it easier where you know this is, a, this is how I'm supposed to live. You know, there was a time in my life where I started working in sales where I started making good money and I, I didn't have a need to believe the Lord for finances because all my bills were paid. So for the last, you know, since I've been 22 years old or, or so, I've been 35 now, I've, I haven't believed the Lord for money for uh, finances, which is an awesome testimony. I'm thankful for what the Lord has done. You know, we grew up broke for the most part. And so I'm thankful that the Lord brought me into a large place. But but for us, I, so there was, there was no need to believe the Lord for finances, or so I thought. And so it was an area where I didn't exercise my faith. But then it dawned on me, at some point, faith has, has to become more than just about me. My faith has to widen and include other people. Pastor Rodney talks about there was a time where they were believing the Lord to have money for, to buy his wife makeup. You know, they don't believe the Lord for money for makeup now. The, Lord, the Lord's brought them to a large place. But now his faith is for nations. His faith is for souls. His faith is for the harvest. His faith is for the whole church. His faith is putting, a, uh, putting in balconies in the church. It's putting a, a, a pavilion for over a million dollars. The faith is there now. It's more than just believing for his needs. At some point, the 10 pegs have to widen and you have to decide, I'm not going to stay just believing for my, my own daily needs. You know, that's fine if you're there now, but if you've been there for 10 years, it's time to start moving forward. If you've been there for a year, it's time to start moving forward, but you do it in your faith. You know, there was a time for us as kids, and we only found this out after the fact, but you know, my, my dad died when I was young, so we had a single mom. My mom's raising these two boys back in South Africa. She's working. She's got a job. But there was, there was a month where we came up short on rent. And uh, sorry, actually, let me tell you a different story first. There was a month, there was a time where we were, didn't have money for groceries. And my mom's driving home. She's got us two boys in the back. And she starts talking to the Lord. And she's not out loud, but she's talking to the Lord. And she's saying, Lord, the boys have never missed a meal. I'm going home. We have bread, but we have no, no cheese to put on it. We have nothing to put on the bread. Breakfast, I have cereal, but I have no milk. These boys have never missed a meal. Lord, you said you're father to the fatherless. Lord, I need you to provide for these boys. They're your children. You need to provide for these boys. You said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken of their seed begging for bread. And we get home. My mom didn't tell anybody that we were in need. We get home and sitting on the doorstep are bags of groceries. There's cheese. There's milk. There's even chocolate. That's how I know the Lord's okay with you eating chocolate every once in a while. There's even chocolate for the kids, some snacks and treats. And the Lord provided. And you see the Lord come, perf- come through perfectly like that, where the Lord provides. The Lord says, I'm, I'm going to take care of them. They're my kids. There was another time where my brother was washing the dishes and he finds an envelope in the dish drying rack. Someone had thrown it through the window. We had those little casement windows, those rollout windows. 
and someone had like reached through the bars and thrown it through there. And it turned out that, that we were short for rent that month. And that was the amount that we needed. No one knew. My mom wasn't going to ask anybody, wasn't going to tell anybody, but the Lord knew and the Lord provided. But you know, if here we were 20 years later, 25 years later, and we're still believing for that, God has it that you can progress and you can move forward in faith. God has it that you can go to a greater level, that you can expand and say, Lord, I want to believe the Lord to give. You know, I talked to a lady today at healing school and she said, you know, I told the Lord at the beginning of the year, I wanted to give $10,000 this year to the kingdom. I wanted to sow. And she said, that would have been a stretch. That would have been a great goal for me. She said, but you know what? Just the other day, I was able to give my very first $15,000 check into the ministry. <laughs> How awesome is that? When you, she's stretching to give, you should have giving goals. Your, your, your prosperity should include more than you. You should widen the tent pegs. You should, you should, you should aim to go beyond yourself. Psalm 37, verse 25. Look at this. It says, I have been young and now I'm old and I've not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. You know, you may be in a place where there's thoughts, man, what if we're out on the streets? What if I can't provide for my kids? This is a verse that you can comfort your heart with. No, if you're righteous, if you follow the Lord, not a single person has ever followed the Lord and been out on the streets begging for bread. If they're out on the streets begging for bread, they may say they're a believer, but there's something that they did along the way that went against what God told them to do. The Lord... And if, they'll, and if they'll repent, the Lord will have mercy and the Lord will help them. The Bible says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. But now look at this. It doesn't stop there. The next verse says, he is ever merciful and lends and his seed is blessed. It's a whole different level to go for not begging to go to lending. You know that there's grace for you to be a lender. He said, you will lend to many nations and you will not borrow. He said, the borrower is servant to, le- to the lender. You know that there's grace to be a lender. You can ask the Lord, Lord, bless me so I can make a small business loan to somebody. I can do it with discretion and not give it to someone who's lazy or not a good business person, but that I can make a small business loan. Lord, make me a lender. But those are two different levels of prosperity. Those are two totally different levels. Not begging, not begging, and and then lending. Those are different. And then his seed is blessed. Having enough money where your children are blessed. That's a whole different level. That's changing levels. And so decide in your faith, change levels. Decide in your faith to, to reach forward. Decide in your faith that you're not staying. Decide in your faith to stretch out the tent pegs, to lay a wider foundation. The Lord will bring you into a large place where it's not about meeting your needs and having just enough. God doesn't want you in 10 years to still just only have testimonies about him meeting your needs. He wants you to have testimonies about how you were paying for other people's things. You know what? In your faith, why don't you say, Lord, I want to give $1,000 this year over and above my tithe. I want to give a $1,000 offering into the ministry. Lord, I want to pay someone's mortgage payment. Lord, I want to take my family on vacation. I don't want to just have my needs met. I want to go on vacation. You know, you can stretch out with your faith. The Lord will meet where you're at. There's a grace. There's a grace. The Bible says the blessing Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. There's there's grace for you to be rich, but you've got to start somewhere. You should always be using your faith. Always. So for me, there's always something I'm believing for financially. There's always something I'm believing for spiritually. There's always an area. There's always things I'm areas I'm saying, Lord, we've got to see more. Lord, we've got to see greater. Lord, we've got to see an increase. Lord, thank you for where you brought me from. Thank you where I am now. But Lord, we got to see greater. Stretch out the tent pegs. Be encouraged. This is the life. This is the pattern. This isn't something that we do and we're exhausted after we used our faith. This is where we get built up and we go from glory to glory to glory. Faith is not a stressed out thing. Faith is a rest. 
Hebrews 4, 1 and 2, you enter into rest. God's got a rest for you. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye.